Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the shade of it all. This is where I talk about issues dealing with gay men specifically, because as being a gay man, this is the world that I live in. But today, today my message is going to be a little more uplifting. Maybe somebody needs to hear a word. Maybe somebody needs to know that they're not alone, that they're, that someone else went through a situation that they might be current that you might be currently going through right now. Some of my backstory is life has not been kind to me, and in fact, I've often had to fight and struggle for everything in my life. At times, it's come across as if there was a curse upon my life, but looking back now, everything happened in my life to propel to propel me forward to where I am at right now. Maybe I took the long way around that proverbial mountain for 40 years, I don't know. But several years ago, I was brought back to Texas where I had been away for almost right at 20 years. Married, had a couple kids, came out to my ex-wife, got divorced, found myself more or less homeless, was forced to come back to Texas, lived with my parents for a year, met a man, and because of my situation, I was desperate. I didn't know how to live alone. I did not know how to take care of myself because ever since I first took breath upon this earth, somebody had always taken care of me, whether it be my parents, joining the military, the government taking care of me, joining the military again, getting married, my ex-wife taking care of me, that ended then moving in with my folks and still not standing up on my own two feet. Then rushing into or meeting an individual, getting married, and essentially the, the, the repeated cycle. It's only been within the last almost two years that I have been truly up on my own and it has been a learning experience. The universe has taught me a lot within the last two years, but also it taught me a lot within the last eight years whenever I was married to my ex, to my soon-to-be ex-husband. Whenever I got into the relationship with him, my eyes were blind to the, to the signs because I was in desperation that I wanted away from my parents because that was toxic. My parents didn't know how to be parents. My father was nothing more than a sperm donor. I grew up in a childhood where my father was an alcoholic and eventually would go into drugs and into, uh, go to prison. I grew up in an environment where I found my father in my bed with another woman and then lied about it. I was in a relationship with my parents that the military was my way out, so I joined the military because I needed to get out of my circumstance. I needed to get out of my situation. Years later, things would happen in my life that would that I would leave the military for a lot of different reasons. But I left the military and I went from job to job and I always managed to find a way. I always managed to provide for my family. I always did what a man was supposed to do and provide. However, that would be short-lived as well too. Why? Because 
my wife because me being a gay man she was not part of my destiny she was merely a stepping stone to to get me to in the direction that I needed to go fast forward and I married my husband I should have known better because I asked him to marry me a year after or six or eight months after we had gotten together it didn't go as planned it was on a New Year's Eve in Dallas at a nightclub of course when the new year rolled around I wanted to get on one knee and propose well that's what did not happen and in fact I just handed him the ring and asked him to marry me we got married July 4th of 2015 after the Supreme Court legalized gay marriage we were the first male couple in my city to get our license and was actually featured in the New York Times the day after with several other couples from across the United States. The day finally came that we got married and it was not a momentous day at all. My brother was there and my parents and then him and I we were married on the suspension bridge here in town. We ended up buying breakfast for our for my parents and that was pretty much the extent of it. There was no celebration, there was no happy moment. It should have been a key to what lied ahead. The following year would be our one year wedding anniversary. By that time we had already brought a third person into our relationship because I was lonely, I was depressed, I was, everything was wrong. So we brought this individual into our relationship and my wedding, my wedding present was a newspaper from the New York Times from, from the year before. Come to find out, I'd find out later on that my husband did not purchase it or do any of the legwork for it, that in fact the third person in our relationship was the one that purchased it and did it. Subsequently, the following year after that, the same individual bought my wedding present that from my husband. And then that was the last time I would ever get a, a wedding or an anniversary gift from my husband because I subsequently ended up kicking the third person out of our relationship for a lot of different reasons. It would not be until later on after the individual was gone that I realized that it was not me that he was interested or the relationship he was actually after my husband. That he was a dividing wedge between us because every weekend whenever I would be off work we would fight there was no harmony, there was no peace, there was no joy in, in the house. I would drink, I was gaslighted, I was made to think that I was going crazy. They would gang up on me in arguments. And the moment that I would go to work on, a, on Mondays, they would make up and go do things, go to dinner, go shopping, but whenever, but nobody ever wanted to do anything with me. I always felt like I was the third wheel. My husband at the time never remembered my birthday. He never remembers important dates or things like that. And in fact, he was the first person that I had ever seen. I would rack my brain for Christmas to try to figure out what to buy him. He would buy his own Christmas gifts, buy me a couple things and then wrap them and put them up underneath the tree for him to open up himself, a narcissist. 
years later I would find out what a narcissist is and in fact the third person before I removed him from my relationship I tried to buy a book called on codependency he forbid me for doing so why because he wanted me blind to the fact he knew exactly what was going on him and him and my husband knew exactly what was going why I felt like it was a conspiracy against me at the time that I was trying to be pushed out of the relationship and it was a willful malice intent as you can see how this goes that what I the storm that I went through for the last eight years I continued to drink my drink got my drinking got worse my rage got worse my anger got worse I knew no peace I knew no anger I knew nothing but pain and misery why because my husband or the third person in our relationship at that point was not part of my destiny fast forward to two years almost two years ago I get a text message from my husband he's at work telling me that our relationship is over with for the next six weeks he would avoid me and not talk to me his attitude actually started to change after a trip to Las Vegas that he took for his gay softball out of Dallas I could feel his energies changing on the drive home by the time we got home he would not talk to me or say another word to me for the next six weeks at which point I got another text message stating that he was moving out on the 25th of or the 21st of that of March I left that morning to drive for Uber. I come home to where he had left. He had packed up all of his stuff and moved. I had told him not to bring anybody into my house, but apparently he did that anyway because he was gone by the time I got home. That'd also be the last time I would ever see our dog alive. I pleaded and I begged him to stay and not leave prior to that, but he would not have it. His mind was made up. It would not be until a year later that I would find out that he had purchased an RV to live in and, a, and secured a place to keep that. This motion was in place at least six months prior. But... Whenever I found out this information about him purchasing an RV to live in, it answered a lot of questions. It answered why he was so adamant about moving out. It answered why he left everything behind except for his bedroom suit. It answered a host of questions. But whenever people, whenever I talk about him, I say that he left me for another man. What he did was he left me for a group of men and that was gay softball. I was nothing more than a stopping point until something better came along. And the, and the eight years prior to him leaving, that would prove just the case. The signs were there, but when you are in a desperate situation, when you don't know how to live on your own when you do not love yourself when you do not have any self-respect you will endure a lot of things to keep that person that was never part of your destiny that, that should have never been part of your life in your life 
as long as you can. Time would prove that I would find out that the individual was a narcissist. I would start studying and I started looking at what a narcissist is. I would also find out that I was codependent. And this would answer a lot of my behavior because I did not want to be alone. It wasn't until recently that it clicked on me. I was listening to on YouTube a Tyler Perry, the famous stage play where he talks about let them go. And at one point he talks about quit praying about for God to bring someone into your life. You're supposed to use that time to fix yourself, to work on yourself. And then it clicked on me because here recently, I've been alone so long that I, I, I'm craving companionship. I'm craving friendship. I'm craving for someone to be in my life. But the universe will give me somebody or will bring people in my life when my time is right. Until then, I must endure the isolation. I must endure the wilderness. I must endure until it is my time. And that 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 took that took some some getting used to. Steve Harvey in one of his YouTube sound bites talks about God saw things and he see things and he heard things that you did not see. <coughs> That's why that they're no longer in my life. That's why he's no longer in my life. That's why the other person is no longer in my life because the universe saw these things. They heard these things and they knew what was going on. But things had to happen for a reason. Things had to, to, I had to go through the wilderness. I had to go through the storm. I had to go through that darkness to be at where I am right now. Like I said earlier, I might've took the long way around, but I, but I had to go through it so that I could appreciate what I have now and who I am now to build my self-respect, to build my self-love because I did not love myself. Now back to my relationship because that's what I really want to talk about. It wouldn't, I would never know the scope of what kind of person my ex-husband or my husband was until the other day whenever I received a text message from an individual on Grinder that my husband had slept with. Subsequently, it'd be one of many. But nonetheless, this was a married man to a woman that had never been with a man before. He was my, my husband would be his first. He knew exactly where I lived. I'm like, who is this? He thought I was my husband. Because he said recently, well, my husband had been gone for, it's actually been a year and seven months now. So he was a little confused on his time date. But what I'm trying to get at is it would open my eyes to the scope of how much my husband had slept around. He slept around with another guy I had met 
on, on Grinder right before our anniversary three years ago. My husband would disappear. I could not trust him. I would probably still be at my former employer if it was not for him. I would take off work, I got to go. I'd call in sick because I could not trust my husband. My husband was the primary reason why I got laid off from that position. Why I lost my job. Because I was more worried about my relationship with my husband than I was with my own career. But yet, whenever I got laid off from work, I had to go through that storm alone. I got no comfort. In fact, he blamed me for being laid off. He blamed me for him getting fired at a job that he had. At one point between him and the, the other individual, I started calling myself my fault because everything was literally my fault according to them. They did no wrong. And that's what happens when you're dealing with narcissists. They will never, they will never take responsibility for their actions. They will never say, I am sorry. Because in their mind, they are doing nothing wrong. In their mind, they are justified for what they are doing. In their mind, they play the victim whenever you confront them. And they will spin it around on you. And until you don't know whether you're coming or going, whether you should be whining your butt or scratching your head or whatever, or however it goes. This is what you deal with when you are dealing with a narcissist. And the gay community is, is littered with narcissists, men that only care about themselves. That's why Grinder and Scruff and Growler are so popular with narcissists because all they want to do is have sex and move on about their, their life and they don't want any responsibility whatsoever. There is reason why that they hide their face, that they, that they beef up their profiles to make them more to, to make them look to be more than they actually are. Ain't nobody on the, you're not going to turn a whore into a housewife. I found that out with my ex-husband. You cannot change these people. It is a character flaw within, within them. They are broken people. But my life, I thought my life was over whenever he moved out. My life was just beginning. Why? Because he is not part of my destiny. He never was. I had to go through that wilderness. I had to go through the droughts. I had to go through the isolation. I had to go through the loneliness. I had to go through the pain. I had to go through the misery. Why? To be prepared to be propelled to at where I am at now with my life, working on myself. And the other day, I was at my brother's shop. I saw an individual in an individual in there. I knew I'd seen him before, but I had got on Grinder the next day. And lo and behold, there he was. So I, I talked to him for a couple minutes, asked him some questions if he was there. Then I reached out to my brother about it. My brother knew that he was guessing. Why did you say something? So I was dwelling on this. And then a, a, a picture came up in my mind of my ex-husband or my husband. And all, and, and it started a cycle. It started a roller coaster. It started a motion that I have not been able to stop. 
And that is that that individual is like my ex-husband is what the universe was showing me. That he is a narcissist, that he only cares about himself, which would explain the conversation because he was he was trying to trying to feel me out with certain questions. See, you can always tell a narcissist because they'll ask very pinpointed questions. Because they're attracted to, to certain kind of individuals. And I get that as gay men, we, we have types. But know the signs of what a narcissist is. Know the signs of what individuals are looking for. They will ask very specific questions and give no information about themselves. A narcissist will always ask you about you, but he will never volunteer any information about himself. Never. And if he does, you better check to see if it's actually accurate or not. See, I was married to a man for eight years or within a relationship, but I knew very little about him. I knew about his parents a little bit, but he never really shared that much about him. I, I lived with a man that I knew very little about. I knew that he loved basketball. I knew that he loved sports. But he always took and he put this persona out there that he was a farm boy. That, that you know, he, he was raised to do things like this. But, but then he would take and plant this big garden in our yard. But he would never take care of it. He expected me to take care of it, but he wanted to be able to put something on his hookup profile that he that he does gardening, that, he, that he's a farm boy, that he's a country boy. When in reality, he's not. He's a bigger queen than I am. That he plays softball. It's 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 all it's all a, a, a smoke screen. But whenever before my husband left me. He started videotaping me. He started recording because I would be drunk and he, and he would wait until I was drunk to push my buttons to make me do things so that he could rec uh, record it. He needed a scapegoat because knowing I knew him, he was an introvert. He was not a very sociable creature. So I was the, I was the one so that he could, people would feel sorry for him and that he could make friends. I was his way out to get into the in crowd in Dallas, the softball league, because those guys are all pretty much the same. They're all egotistical narcissists. A bird of a feather flocks together. If you want to know what a person looks like, look at the people around him. Because you are a spitting image of who you are. Or the people around you are a spitting image of who you are inside. If you're a lucky outgoing person, you will be surrounded by people like that. If you're a negative Nancy, you will be surrounded by people like that. All right. Whenever I started to change my life, I found Wicca. Wicca has, has, has redefined me. I was supposed to be a Wiccan. Things is very natural to me. I understand magic. I have seen things happen in my life that I cannot explain. Michael drove me in the direction that I needed to be, but the universe used Michael to be the fuel that I needed to go in because I was lost. I was feeling empty inside. I didn't, I didn't feel like I had a purpose in life. I tried hobbies and crafts and nothing ever seemed to interest me.
but magic is the one thing that I truly connect with on a on a spiritual level because it makes sense to me I first found law of attraction and the secret and I would read and absorb all this information on Pinterest and that was kind of more or less how I found Wicca magic and the law of attraction go hand in hand well he didn't like that that was another driving force because he's a, he's a Southern Baptist so he says he had a problem with it so anyway I'm gonna leave it at that today this is part one of my series if you happen to like it please like it share it and subscribe if you think that what I have to say and you want to hear more of future messages thank you